You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey there, Max Meyer got the call. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome in to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, July 15th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris Towers. Rejoice, Marlins fans. Max Meyer is here, and he will start this weekend. One of the top pitching prospects in all of the game. He's 38% rostered, Chris. Widely available. Is he a must-add starting pitcher? And how much fab are you looking to spend on him this weekend? I think he's pretty close to a must-add starting pitcher. Obviously... You know, 10-team head-to-head points league, maybe not. You know, he's probably not going to just slide into my top 50 starting pitchers, but I moved him up into, like, the 60-ish range, you know, kind of the tail end, like, right after the guys who we feel pretty good about. You know, so in the, like, Tyler Anderson range, guys who I think we like but don't love, um, and he's got the potential to move really quickly. You know, Shane Boz went down with an elbow injury. I, I think Max Meyer is just the Shane Boz replacement. You know, if you lost him. So that should be a high priority pickup. Um, did deal with an elbow injury in the minors this year. I think it was a nerve injury, missed some time. So that kind of delayed his debut. He probably would have been up before this if not for that. But can hit 100 miles per hour. This fastball has a 70 grade slider, and the changeup has actually become, you know, one of his go to out pitches over the past couple of seasons, which is the Marlins' specialty. So. I think there's a lot of upside here. Obviously, no guarantees that he you know, hits the ground running in the majors, but Max Meyer absolutely could be an impact arm down the stretch. How much does Chris actually like Max Meyer? Let's find out because there are all of a sudden a bunch of waiver wire pitchers that are emerging. Drew Rasmussen turned in his first quality start since returning from the IL on Thursday. He went six innings, three runs, five strikeouts up against the Red Sox. Reed Detmers, two quality starts in a row since returning to the rotation, and he went six, two uh, two runs allowed, six strikeouts, and he's throwing this harder slider. He looks very, very intriguing. And Braxton Garrett was very good for the Marlins on Thursday. Six shutout with 11 strikeouts up against the Pirates lineup, but that's not all. We have those three. Nick Lodolo has emerged. David Peterson has emerged. Chris, all those names, that would give us one, two, three, four, five, six. Give me your top three starting pitchers you want to add from that group. Uh, so the top three starting pitchers to add from that group, I think is Meyer, Lodolo, and Detmers. So two lefties in Lodolo and Detmers, who are actually very similar pitchers. Um, I think Lodolo probably has a little more strikeout upside, but I mean, Detmers, what he's done the last two starts since coming back from the minors, two starts against Oakland. Uh, he's gone. Did he go six full innings in the previous start? He got very close. He was very good in that start over the weekend. Uh, this harder slider, it potentially gives him another out pitch to go with his curveball, and that's important for him because he's got a pretty bad fastball. You know, it's about average in velocity. He doesn't throw it, you know, in the right spots of the zone often enough, so it tends to get hit pretty hard. But I think Reed Detmers is, you know, now that he's got this slider, which he went down to the minors and, and talked about, you know, kind of figuring it out, I think um, him, Lodolo, and Meyer are all very intriguing moving forward. All right, let's move over to some waiver wire hitters. Do these names matter? Gavin Lux went one for three with his fourth home run, and since the start of June, 37 games, he's hitting 342, three homers, two steals, 
making a good amount of contact. He's 65% rostered. Chris, does that number sound right for Gavin Lux? I think it probably sounds right. Lux on a different team, I think, could be a, a much more valuable fantasy asset because I think he'd run more. You know, he's actually got very good speed, but only five steals this season. He could be a 20-steal guy in, a, in the right situation, but I don't think Los Angeles is that situation, so... I think 65% rostered is probably about right because right now he kind of just looks like empty batting average. Cincinnati. The Reds. That would be fun. Let's get traded to Cincinnati. <laughs> Let's get Gavin Lux on the Reds, man. A Luis Castillo trade. Sounds perfect to me. Matt Carpenter went one for four with a walk and hit his 11th home run. He's 31% rostered. Does that number need to be higher? Again, probably not. And this one's mostly just about the playing time. I just don't know if the Yankees are going to trust him enough to give him an everyday role. I think he could be good in it. I mean, the, the changes that he's made, the offseason work that he put in to rediscover his power stroke, he's become more of a pull-heavy hitter that could play well at Yankee Stadium. He's hitting the ball hard, but I just don't think he's going to get the chance to be more than a, a part-time player. All right, the last two on the list in deeper leagues, if you need an outfielder. Edward Olivares went three for three with a walk and an RBI for the Royals. And then Leody Tavares went two for four with an RBI. He has started four straight for the Rangers. Chris, who do you like more, Olivares or Tavares? Yeah, Tavares has started four games in a row. He's attempted a steal in four games in a row. He got stealing, caught, caught stealing uh, on Thursday, so didn't get the steal. But I like that aggressiveness. He's got the potential to be a really good base stealer in the major leagues if he can be a decent hitter. So I think I like him more than Olivares, although if I felt like the Royals were going to play Olivares every day, which I think he's earned the right because he's hit really well in the major in the minors and he's hit pretty well in the majors, I, I would love to see him get an opportunity. I think he would potentially be a top 50 outfielder. I just don't trust it. So, you know, maybe Michael Taylor dealing with this shoulder injury gives Olivares an opportunity. But for now, I, I would take Tavares over him. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action so why is Wasabi the MVP well Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging in fact Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.